Hi, this is Steve Addison for the Movements Podcast, the podcast for people who want to multiply disciples and churches everywhere. Today we're talking to Warwick Farah about a new book out called Modus Day: The Movement of God to Disciple the Nation. joined our mission agency in 2001, right out of uh, college. And um, early on, right in 2002, I read David Garrison's Church Planting Movements booklet, you know, which was mm-hmm. um, a, the result of his research in the 90s and uh, looking at movements. And the, the booklet ended up being so popular when it was published in 1999 that they translated it into over 40 languages and distributed it free of charge. Mm-hmm. And, and that book really kind of grabbed, you know, I was, I was really interested in church planting and community development and seeing how those things came together. And so we were, we were planning on moving to a very poor country in the Arab world. And we did, and just looking at movements as this is an approach to church planting evangelism and integrated community transformation. And so I, I really liked it and it looked like things were happening on a scale of orders of magnitude larger than, you know, traditional approaches. And it even kind of changed how the, the way I read um, the New Testament uh, to, to a certain degree. So I was looking at that and I was in the midst of seminary during that time as well. So I've always been deeply involved in the theology and the, the sociological dynamics and this, this, you know, conversation of practice and observation and application, what you see in, um, in missiology. And so I just started learning more and more about movements and we were living in a very unreached country and we, we were trying to implement, implement movements for a number of years. Um, had a little bit of success, not according, not because of me, but because of the local believers and other workers who were in that country. And then um, in 2014, we moved to Beirut, Lebanon. We've been a part of seeing literally hundreds of uh, groups of Muslims, uh, Syrian refugees, uh, studying the Bible with churches being planted and many people have come to faith. So we're kind of, you know, um, tangentially involved with the emerging movement that's happening here and just following the conversation and reading everything I can over the course of the last 20 years on movements. Um, that's kind of how we got started. You know, we're practitioners and also in, in the midst of um, just missiology and, and reading and writing and wanting to document this conversation. You know, just seeing the conversation develop and, and having a, you know, a degree in missiological research, being a researcher myself, I've, I've always been very excited about the conversation, um, but I've also been a little bit always kind of uh, uh, disappointed or, or wanting the, the conversation to go in new directions. And so um, just through conversations with my leadership and just seeing my background, I really started praying about starting a, a, a network to really bring together all the, the, the best people I could find who are deeply involved with movements from the practitioner level, from the theological level, from a research level, uh, both from the global north and the global south, men and women, to really talk about this in, in ways where, you know, as David Garrison says, if the body of Christ only knew what the body of Christ knows, it would know a lot. You know, like there, there's certain things that that we could really learn from each other that maybe um, we get caught up in our silos uh, sometimes. 
And so we even have people in, in the network who are not necessarily movement related, but they're very interested in the conversation and they're adding a lot from their background as well. So that kind of started, you know, me down this road and then started putting together a facilitation team in 2017. And then I was thinking, you know, to really believe this network well, it's going to require me getting a PhD. And I started thinking in 2019, looking at my schedule, I have time for a PhD and I have time for a network um, or, or one or the other. I don't have time for both. And I really prayed about it and I felt like, okay, leadership was saying, no, it's okay. You can do both. So I, I moved forward with it. And then the pandemic happened, which was, you know, the pandemic was my friend. And, um, you know, this, the, so the book was born out of, and the launch of the network was born out of all this time that we had on our hands uh, to do research and writing and networking and pull together this virtual symposium that you were a part of. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of the, the story of the network. And so um, I, I couldn't, it's kind of also an evil plan on my part to help me with my PhD to bring together all the smartest people I can find talking about. Movement. Right. So we have uh, at this symposium that was called the Movements Research Symposium, kind of the first step in our network in October 2020. Uh, we had over 120 people apply. I think we had around 60 or 70 uh, involved, and it was a three-day symposium. We had over 20 presentations on, on original movements research. Um, from the big picture perspective to the statistics, to theology, to movement dynamics and case studies. And, you know, this was kind of a a way to present their ideas before they put them together into a chapter. And we decided, you know, this is really good. So we're going to put this together into a a compendium. Um, And it's the the tone of the way we were uh, approaching this conversation was a bit uh, academic or scholarly. But that's because looking at the missiological discourse on movements, a lot of people we talked to said, you know what, this is what we need right now. We need to get something a little meatier and we need to try to, to go for all these different perspectives because there's so many. That's a, the, the fun thing about movements is it's not just a strategy or a method, but it's it draws together church history and sociology and biblical theology and leadership dynamics and contextual studies. I mean, it's really an all encompassing conversation. And, and so if, you know, if you like complexity um, and, and you appreciate nuance, well, then this book is, is, is really for you. So the name of the book and the network is Modus Dei. Modus Dei is Latin for the movement of God. And so it mimics the, the idea of the Missio Dei, which is the mission or the sending of God. And so the Missio Dei concept has been helpful in framing it. You know, we join in God's mission. That's we participate in God's mission to redeem the nations back to himself. In Modus Dei, we're looking at movements kind of rooted in theologically in the character of God and and, and, and the acts of God. This is something that he does. He starts movements. And so um, Modus Dei is, is, is that, you know, kind of cheeky way to use Latin to make yourself sound smarter than you really are. But no, but Steve, I want to go on public record and say, you helped change our subtitle for the book. So I just checked with the publisher and now we're, we're going to call it the, the, the modus day, the movement of God to disciple the nations. We have uh, five sections that we start off with kind of a big picture look at movement. So I have an opening chapter um, on uh, movements today, a primer for multiple perspectives. So we're looking at movements from the historical perspective, theological perspective, sociological, and then the practical. And then we have Samuel Kebriab with New Generations Ethiopian gives some observations of movements over the last 15 years. And so 
it, we have a lot of um, um, non-Western uh, authors mm-hmm. in this book as well. And that's important to note that, that this conversation is not just a missionary conversation. This is a part of the field of world Christianity. You know, an 80 to 90 percent of movements that are being catalyzed today, they're being catalyzed by non-Westerners who might not know anything about evangelicalism or missiology, you know. And so this is so we're really trying to bring together that that um, intercultural perspective. And so then Dave Coles has a great chapter looking at eight of the most common uh, objections to movements, um, and he responds to those systematically. And then we have two chapters on on the statistics. So, you know, movements often you just kind of hear people say this blanket thing. Oh, the stats are off. Well, okay, let's talk about that. Um, And then the the second section is on a missiological theology. So we're looking at um, house church networks. So like a theology of house church networks. Craig Ott has a wonderful chapter on the book of Acts and church planting movements. Wonderful chapter in there. And then we have a, a chapter on ecclesiology, a chapter on the gospel of John and how that contributed to the first century movement in, um, in Asia. And then we have a chapter on households of peace or, or people of peace. And then the, the next act, section you lead off with, Steve, a, 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 a synopsis of why movements rise and fall, a synopsis of your earlier book. And then we have a chapter on, on women's perspective on movements and then how God is using women in movements. So, um, you know, that's an important perspective that's been unfortunately too minimized in our conversations. We want to help raise the voices of both non-white um, uh, voices and also female female voices. Then we have a chapter on ethnodoxology. So like music and arts and how important those are. And that doesn't actually get talked about uh, very often in movement missiology. Chapter on media and then a chapter on the diaspora context. So then our case studies, like you said, you know, we have uh, East Africa, North India, Thailand, and then the second generation. So we have a generation after movements happen in Iran and Algeria. What are they facing? And then we have the final section, which is just kind of movement leadership and next steps. So what does it look like to train movement catalysts? What do they need to be trained in? And then a case study of an organization, a very well-known organization who um, transitioned to becoming an organization that really solely focuses on movements. And then a final chapter that looks at the next steps. So we have a foreword by David Garrison and afterward by Alan Hirsch, two very well-known authors on, on, on movement missiology. And so it's it's a very comprehensive compendium, um, you know, was we try to make it. So it's it's quite a quite a long book. Yeah, and it's I as far as I know, it's a first. I mean, others have written individual books, but something as comprehensive of this really opens the discussion on. On, on the study and understanding and research into movements. Yeah, and, and we're just scratching the surface, really. I mean, this is the first step in our network. So we're already talking about what we're going to be doing for the next book that comes out maybe in three or four years. And so what we want to do now that the network is, is established and running, we want to help coordinate research and have working groups on different areas. And we've identified you know, I think six different areas of, of ways that we can really go deeper and help improve our overall um, missiological, theological discourse on movements. How can people sort of connect with you and the network? If someone's listening to this and said, look, I really want to be in on the research into movements, the, the study to try and understand how God works in this way, what's the best way for them to get in touch? Yeah, so you can go to modusday.network. So you'll put the link for that in the show notes um, and, and you can click on um, connect and fill out a, an application to join the network. So we are trying to 
implement movement principles in even how we run our network. So we're an informal, decentralized, trust-based network. And so we're, we're really looking, looking for people, especially if you have research to share or something to contribute to the conversation. We'd love to get in touch with you. Um, you can find the book on missionbooks.org or on Amazon. And, and also, um, we've developed a course around the book through the Ephesiology Masterclasses uh, with Michael Cooper. So there's a, a, a master's degree. It's called a, a Master's of Arts in a Missiology of Movements. And so this course, uh, it's called the Foundation for Movement Missiology, and it's built around this book. So if you take that course, and we'll put a link for it um, in the show notes, you can actually dialogue with me. And we have videos on every single chapter and then um, assignments after you read the book and dialogue about the book um, for developing a foundation for a movement's missiology. You know, I, I, I said this earlier, I'm, I'm working towards, a, you know, a, a doctoral study. So I'm doing my own scholarship on movements. Mm. And one of the things that I discovered even this year after, um, after putting together this book um, was that David Barrett, who wrote the original author of the World Christian Encyclopedia, his doctoral dissertation, he lived in Kenya for a long time, and he did a, a large study on movements in Africa and um, published a book on it, and then later did this incredible study on the state of world Christianity that people didn't quite know. And this is where the, this really affected Ralph Winter things and, and people like that for really understanding the, the state of the world, like how, how many unreached people groups there are. And he knew about movements too. And one of his first, he left Africa and he moved to work with the international mission board, then called the foreign mission board from 1985 to 1992. And he was a part of their cooperative services international. And this is where the, are kind of where you could trace the, the origin story of, of, of movement missiology, I think, that goes back to what the IMB was doing in the 90s. And one of his early students was Bill Smith. Uh, mm-hmm. And I did a long uh, interview with him a few months ago. And Bill Smith um, was part of their non-residential missionary, the, the strategy coordinator during that time. And, 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 and Bill was one of um, David Barrett's PhD students and really took a lot of these ideas of the unreached and movements even though David had never really started a movement before himself, he was really instrumental in, in, in educating people and um, in, in, in impacting other people who were starting movements. And so for me, that's kind of an encouragement on my own personal side of things. I am tangentially related with a movement here, um, trying to be involved, and but really also getting to travel and meet a lot of people and hopefully through just leading not from the top, but just kind of trying to serve and bring people together and, and advance our discourse on movements. I'm hoping that this is going to help catalyze more movements. So you asked me what, what gets me up in the morning, you know, it's this idea. Visit movements.net and search for episode 261 to follow all the links for this podcast. I'm Steve Addison for the Movements Podcast. Mm-hmm.